guys, it's me, Emma's Thing, and this is my podcast, That's What He Said. With over 12 years of blogging, writing, posting, and sharing under my belt, I've somehow grown a small audience who, for whatever reason, seem to really like me. This podcast is just another extension of my blog and will offer unimportant life updates, reviews on movies, books, shows, daily musings about life, in-passing commentary on current events, and of course, a lot of stories of my past, present, and future. Just try it out and see how you like it. That's what he said. Welcome back to another episode of That's What E Said with me, Emma. If this is your first time listening, your second or your 20th, just know that I'm so glad that you're here and you are very welcome in this space. So my podcast setup right now is probably as glamorous as it gets. I am in our closet and um, I use one of these very handy pullout shelves that we got installed when we got the entire system installed last year um, as like a little desk for my laptop and my microphone. And then I use a step stool that my dad (laughs) gave to me. Like, I'm pretty sure when I moved into my first adult apartment after college, like this step stool has been in our family forever. Like i I would say it's probably at least been in the family for 30 years, and I have brought it with me every single place I go, and Zach didn't have a step stool like this. He just has ladders, and so it has come in very handy, especially for using as a makeshift podcast chair while I record episodes. It's also fucking freezing in this house, and that is something that you don't hear me say often. I'm a very, very warm-bodied person. I don't love it. It sucks. I sweat very easily. Um, If you've been following me on Instagram for long enough, you know this. You know that I have a problem with crotch sweat. I'm just trying to normalize it, guys. Like I know it's not super appealing to a lot of people, but it's my truth, and I'm only here to speak my truth always. So I'm usually really overheated, but I feel like I just cannot figure out the right damn temperature to put this house on when I'm working from home during the winter. Like, I don't know. It's just it's it's really cold. I have a sweater over a long sleeve shirt. I have sweatpants on. I have socks on. I have slippers on. I don't know what's going on with me. I feel like all my friends who complain about being cold all the time. Anyhow, in a very typical mundane, everyday life fashion, I feel like nothing has happened since we last spoke and everything has happened. So I'm going to go ahead and jump right into the first part of the That's What E Said podcast, which is what have you even been doing? So the first part of last weekend involved a lot of cute girly shit. So on Friday evening, two of my best friends, Annie and Whitney, wanted to get their ears pierced. And obviously they have their, you know, main holes pierced. Holes is such a weird word. Um, But they wanted extra piercings. And Whitney actually won an Instagram contest, which like, who does that ever happen to that you know? But she won an Instagram contest um, to get a free piercing, like her and a friend to get a free piercing at Wildlike off of Oak Lawn in Highland Park. And If you haven't heard of Wildlike or Ben or anything, it is this fabulous, fabulous piercing studio. And it's just, it appeals to all the things that uh, women our age are into. 
Um, the decor is amazing. The girls in there are amazing. It's so clean. It's so professional. It's not Claire's. It's not La Lobe in 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 Park Cities. It's it's really really cool. It's like a piercing studio with the type of edge that you want. Like you leave feeling cooler having gotten having gotten your ears pierced there. Um, so. You know, they're very familiar with me, unfortunately, because of my whole conch drama. And my conch drama is that I wanted to get my conch pierced. And I did so um, at the end of October of 2021. And I got it pierced with a lightning bolt. Now, I was not warned at the time that that, that may not be a good choice, Um So, you know, I just went with it. And again, once again, I feel like I say this all the time, but if you follow me, then you already know this shit. So the conch piercing did not take. um, It was not agreeable with the rest of my ear. It I wouldn't say that it ever got super infected because I've had piercings get infected before. So I know what that feels like and looks like. It's just like it got so inflamed and it was super, super painful. So I had to go in a couple of times and talk to the wildlife girls. And, you know, one time they cleaned it for me and they changed my post out. So it was a longer post. So like if my ear did get inflamed, then, you know, it actually had room to get inflamed and not just like completely eat up the post itself. And all this, it was, it was a saga. Over Christmas, I was in Chicago with my sister and her wife and Zach. And Zach hugged me and I, you know, made a note like, I mean, the the pain of this went on for the entire two months that I had it in like, it hurt to the touch it like Zach had to hug me a certain way. Um, If anyone, you know, mistakenly like grazed it, it was like searing pain. And also my ear itself was like purple. Um, It was very upsetting. But I just was being so stubborn because it's so cute. And I was like, I want this to work. It's just so, so fucking cool. But finally, on Christmas, I decided, fuck this. I can't do it anymore. Like, I'm just, this is not a way to live. And so I took the piercing out and um, I had a little bit of a keloid, which is like a bump of scar tissue, basically, uh, where it was for like a minute. I still kind of have some there, but it's it's healed up pretty nicely and it also healed up incredibly quickly. So all that to say, the wildlife girls know me. So Annie and Whitney went, they got there before me. And so I, it was so funny. I was walking up to wildlife and through the window, the girls who know me, like they they see me walk up and they look at me and they have these like really sad faces on. And I walked in and immediately I I wish that I knew the name of this one woman who works there. She's so amazing. Um, she was like, I heard about what happened. I'm so sorry. (laughs) And it just made me laugh so hard because it was so serious. And she was really seriously like upset for me that I had to take the conch piercing out. Um, but it also just made me feel like insane because I mean, I don't know, because I, I had to go in there so many times to talk to them about it. And, and I ended up taking it out and she was like standing there, like, you know, mourning my loss for me. It was very funny. So 
the girls got their piercings and um oh to go back really quickly when I said that I got the conch pierced with the lightning bolt I bring that up because Whitney got a double pierce in one of her ears on on Friday and she got the lightning bolt and Winnie's ears always seem to heal pretty nicely from her piercings but she was she was texting me over the weekend and she was like dude I really think that you had such an issue because you got the lightning bolt stud like it's jagged edges she's like mine is catching on shit and it sucks it's already caught on so much shit and I was like that makes so much sense but I just don't know why they wouldn't have told me that like maybe they didn't have any kind of experience with that or complaints about it. So very stubbornly, I am already thinking about trying to get my conch re-pierced, but on my other ear, not on the original ear, because I'm crazy. So once the girls were done with their piercings, we wanted to get a drink because obviously. So we did something really out of the norm. We actually bopped across the street to Albernay's to hopefully get a seat at the bar and have a martini and like maybe, you know, be creepily hit on by old men, but hopefully not. And we got there at like 530 and it was already so packed, nowhere to sit. There was a woman there who was with like four men and she was talking so loud that Whitney and Annie and I were like, surely she's telling them like a heated, you know, intense story. But the more that she talked and the more that like more glances we stole over in that direction, we realized um, she was definitely not telling a story. She was just like straight up yelling at the man across from her while like the three other men kind of just sat there it was so weird it was obviously very like an alcohol infused situation um and they were all like middle age i mean they weren't like young somethings and i can't even really remember what she was screaming it was something along the lines of and you're just sitting there she's going through this and you're just sitting there I mean, it was just so loud. So we very quickly exited the building and we decided to go over to Sachet, which is in the same strip mall as Wildlife. I've only been to Sachet one other time. And that one other time was years ago, like in 2018, like early. Uh, was it early 2018? I don't know. But it was 2018. And I went with Whitney and I went when I was like at the very tail end of a very depressive episode. So that's the only memory that I really have of Sachet. So we went and we got seats at the bar really easily and we had some wine and it was just so lovely. And the three of us caught up. Annie had to go home to her child because she's a mama. So Whitney and I ended up just walking down to the Mint to have dinner there, which is in the same little strip mall as well. And the reason that we go to the Mint so much is because Whitney's husband is the general manager of that Mint and his family, more specifically his sister, Nikki, owns the Mint. So that familial tie has always been there. And so that's why the Mint has been such a staple in our uh dining out routines since forever. I mean, they've been together for almost a decade now and 
that is as long as we have been going to the Mint. So we had a really great dinner. Um, Ink was able to sit with us most of the time. And then Zach actually got off of work and came up there and dined with us as well. So it was kind of like this very impromptu double date situation. And that was Friday. On Saturday, I met another best friend, Kelly, at Mini Lux in, once again, the exact same strip mall off of Oak Lawn. I swear to God, like, I... My whole life is there. Um, we met at Minilux and we got naked pedicures. So basically a full ass pedicure without any color, which honestly felt so good. And being able to put my shoes back on right after was, uh, it was great. We both also got performance polish manicures, which is really just the dazzle dry system that I have talked about on my Instagram and blog relentlessly for a long time. I started... I started, I actually bought myself one of the kits from the Dazzle Dry system at the beginning of the pandemic in 2020. And that is how I do my nails at home and how they actually last longer than like 30 minutes. After we got our nails done, Whitney happened to be dropping ink, her husband off at the Mint, right when we were getting done. And so we invited her to have brunch with us, even though we really didn't have a plan for brunch at all. We ended up going to Beverly's, which is off of Fitzhugh, and I have only been to Beverly's one other time, and it was with Whitney, of course. I do every dining out experience with her, I feel like, and we sat out on the patio, and it was so lovely, so great. No one in our little threesome had ever had Beverly's brunch, so we went over there. We were able to get a seat on the out in the front, which was covered and they had heaters and it was amazing. And I got the shashuka, which is a dish that originated from a Northwest African region and is essentially a cast iron skillet full of poached eggs with a amazing tomato sauce and peppers and onion and garlic and all of the spices, and then it's topped off with a little bit of yogurt for that that pop of freshness, and it came with a couple pieces of grilled sourdough bread. It was absolutely incredible. Like, I could have that every day, and honestly, all, all of the ingredients in it, none of that stuff is hard to handle, so I feel like the dish itself is probably very easy to replicate at home, and I will be doing that because it was just so... It was like hearty but light, and I just wanted to sit there and soak up the sauce with bread all day. It was very, very good. Once I finally got home on Saturday, Zach had kind of had the day to himself more or less because I was like out doing girly things, and I got home and we had this sudden itch to go furniture shopping, which we have been wanting to do for a few different things but just haven't had the time or pulled the trigger yet. Specifically, we want a new couch for the blue room. The blue room in our house is the room where my office is the front half of it. And then the blue room is the back half of it. And it's just like a really cozy den, basically. And it's where we do most of our movie and TV watching and hanging out. And it's just it's very very cozy however my couch that I've had from Crate and Barrel for a couple of years is the one that's in there and it's great I freaking love that couch I just wrote about it on the blog like a few weeks ago I get questions about it every single time that I post it 
but it's just not big enough for the space. Like the space really eats it alive. And we had this brilliant idea to move that couch into Zach's now finally and fully set up office so he can be a real boy with a real office and a real couch, which I will sit on and keep him company all the time. That being said, the blue room really needs an L-shaped couch. Like that is, it's just what it needs, period. Even when my sister was in town visiting a couple weeks ago, she was like, yeah, I mean, you guys need to like really utilize this space and L-shape would be amazing. So we ended up getting in the car at like five on Saturday and we went to room and board and we looked at and sat on all of their couches. Literally, it was very, very funny. And we decided on one that we're both pretty in love with. It's from the Metro series. And listen, room and board shit is expensive. I have never bought that expensive of home furnishings before ever. Like I'm always, always on the hunt for a bargain. But Zach and I differ with that kind of stuff and not in a bad way. It's actually like a good thing. He's just very like if he is going to buy something for the house, he considers it a serious investment. And so he doesn't want to, you know, mess around with uh, stuff that's not of like the highest quality. And again, we both love our crate and barrel couches so much. However, I think Zach has realized that He's sort of grown out of the low back couches. Um, He's just like becoming an old man, y'all. And he wants more support. And also, he doesn't love how deep the lounge series of couches are from Crate and Barrel, which I love a deep couch, but I totally get where he's coming from. So that's why we went in person to Room and Board to, you know, kind of see like what we could agree on. So this Metro couch is just really lovely. You you have the options of ordering it super deep or you can get not so deep and the back is inches higher than the couches that we have now and way more supportive. And we found one that's just like the perfect fit, yada, yada, yada. It sucks because everything is back ordered for months and months right now. But luckily, I think the color that we want to get this L-shaped couch in is not too bad. I think it's like March or April. Um, So we're trying to make a decision about that. We're going to look at a few more to see if we can find something similar that we like for maybe uh, a little less money. But if not, we are ready to make the investment. So we left room and board with a lot of information, a lot of good information. And then we went home And for dinner on Saturday night, we ended up defrosting some steaks and I made a a delicious side salad to go with those steaks and then roasted some fingerling potatoes. And it was such a good meal. And the steak itself was really, really good. Zach signed us up for one of those meat delivery subscriptions and it's called Moink. That's M-O-I-N-K. And they don't have like every single thing, but the stuff that they are stocked in is really good quality shit. And everything that I've used of theirs so far, which has been chicken thighs, ground beef, and now the sirloin steaks have all been really awesome quality. And 
I I love that he did that for us because, I mean, I just cook so much that having sort of like a stockpile of really good meats is probably a smarter thing to do than, you know, having to go to the grocery store three times a week um, and get another another protein product. But Saturday night dinner was wonderful. We had the most incredible bottle of wine from Caduceus Cellars, which, if you don't know, is owned and operated by the uh, lead singer of Tool, whose name is Maynard James Keenan. Zach also belongs to that wine club. Zach really likes, he really likes culinary clubs very much. I have realized that. Um, But he belongs to that wine club and he gets a shipment, I want to say like once a quarter, so like four times a year. And it, I mean, every single wine that I've ever tasted from Caduceus is absolutely incredible. And I love that we're almost always stocked up on their wines. Phew. All right. So we're moving into the last day of the weekend on Sunday. So Sunday was really wonderful. It was such a, it was like the perfect lazy Sunday, but somehow incredibly productive, but also very relaxing. So on Sunday, Zach and I got up. I slept in a little bit because I always do on the weekends. And we got up. I think we had breakfast. It wasn't anything fancy, whatever it was. I literally can't remember. Um, But we went to the gym and we both worked out for like we just both had such good workouts. We both did a lift and then I did my couch to 5k and he joined me on the treadmill like next to me while I was doing that and did his own cardio. And then we came home and it was very cold outside on Sunday. So we came home and Zach, I think he had some work to do. Yeah, he did. He had to plug back into work for a few hours. So while he did that, I drew a bath for myself and got in the bath with Pride and Prejudice. And I read for like a good half hour. And then I got out of the bath and Zach was still working, obviously. So I decided, you know what? Fuck it. I want to get in bed. Like my body is so relaxed right now. I'm so snuggly and warm. We've done a lot of things this weekend and I don't feel like I should shame myself for doing literally nothing. So I got into bed. Cece came up there. Bowie actually came up there, which never happens unless we're like in the midst of changing out the bedding, which we were. So I was like, you know what? That's fine. The more the merrier. And the three of us snuggled. It was so amazing. My heart was so, so full. (laughs) Um, Bowie is such a mama's boy and it just like makes everything better. And I read I read more of Pride and Prejudice. And then at some point I started to nod off and I was like, okay, I think I'm going to like really go in hard for a nap. And that is what I did. Literally so far, my Sunday has been um, working out, um, getting in the bath and reading Pride and Prejudice, and then taking a little snooze in my fluffy bed with my fluffy dogs. (laughs) So I got up after my nap and got ready relatively quickly. And so did Zach. And we headed to Hillstone for our Hillstone Sunday, which as always was perfect. Um, really proud of myself. I only got one martini. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I got two. I didn't want the second one, but Zach was kind of tipsy on his two and was like, yeah, give her another one. Like, okay. Um, But I only drank half of it. And I was really, really proud of myself because 
I have been known to go to Hillstone and down two dirty martinis and a glass of wine. And I was like, "Mm, I'm not doing that tonight. That, my friends, was my weekend. So far this week, my updates for you are that I've been very busy. Um, I mentioned last week that I got like a handful of new clients to work with at the very beginning of this year, which I did not expect at all. So I've been balancing those with my retainer clients. I also, this is very exciting, a very big personal update. I bought a retinol. I have been so terrified of retinols for forever because just the name itself for some reason evokes evokes a terror in me uh, that I can't really fully explain. I think it's because my skin is so sensitive and I've had so many shitty run-ins in the past when I try, you know, just like when I try really any kind of new skincare, but especially if it's like something as strong as retinol. However, I did my research and I decided it's time, it is time to be my age and get the right kind for myself. So I ended up getting V's version of retinol. And I feel really good about it because CeraVe in and of itself is so insanely gentle. And I already use the hydrating face wash and the daily moisturizer from CeraVe. So I'm like, surely, surely the retinol is not going to cause me any issues. I've only used it one time since I got it. Um, but I'm very excited about continuing to use it and and seeing what happens. Another very exciting personal update that is fresh, a fresh update as of like an hour ago. Guys, I think I sold my original wedding dress. I really didn't think I was going to see the day, but um, I put it up on this website called stillwhite.com. And I have a buyer who is the exact size and she has a very tight budget and she it sounds like I don't know it 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 sounds like she doesn't have a lot of time to find a dress so maybe like they're getting married super fast I don't know but um yeah I mean we uh, we're like in the process of closing the deal right now and I think it's going to go through and I'm I'm very very happy I'm relieved it's it's not what the asking price that I wanted but listen, it's better than nothing. And I totally get like, it's so hard to sell a wedding dress, even if it has never been worn, still has tags, is, you know, modern, whatever. Because everyone wants to go in person to do, to have the full experience. I completely get that. And it's already so hard buying everyday clothes offline that like buying a fucking wedding dress offline is like, oh my God. But I also know that there are women out there like this woman who's going to buy this dress for me who are in very specific kind of situations with their wedding. And I really was holding out hope that it would work out for someone and it has. So yay. Today, as I'm recording this, my day has been very, very fucking productive. And you know why? Because I got up earlier than usual. I know, right? What a revelation. Wow. But seriously, I don't typically get up when Zach gets up and he gets up at like 745 and he's out of the house by 815, 820. But today I had to because I was taking Cece in to the vet to get her dental cleaning slash she she had to get a molar extracted and 
Um, they actually ended up having to pull four teeth, but I know that's totally normal. It's just how it goes with dogs' teeth, especially as they get older, and she is nine. So I had to be up and at him to drop her off. And since I was up and at him, I was like, okay, I'm going to go do my workout for the day. Again, not a morning person, not a morning worker outer. So it was leg day, and um, which is already hard enough. It was definitely harder because I'm not used to moving my body like that so early on in the day. But super happy, obviously, that I did it and it it got done. And then after I decided I was going to treat myself to a bagel because I fucking love bagels so much. So I drove over to Einstein off of Mockingbird and Abrams. And I don't know if this is going to interest anyone. This is like such a niche thing to bring up. So you can skip past this part if you don't give a shit. But I found it really interesting. Like I am an Einstein stan. I love them. I love their bagels. They're the best bagels. They're better than Benny's. Don't at me. Benny's are way too thick. They're cakey as fuck. I can't. So I frequented the Einsteins off of Lemon Avenue, like Lemon and Oak Lawn for forever, especially because I used to work over there and yada yada. And I went to get a bagel like a month ago. And to my horror, the Einsteins was gone not even just like closed but like gone gone and I was like what the fuck like how is that even how like I know that they were super busy there's so many businesses around that doesn't make any sense I'm so upset fuck so I go over to the Mockingbird and Abrams one this morning and the uh, woman who was ringing me out, super, super nice, really friendly, is like, do you want to take a survey for like three free bagels? Which I was like, fuck yeah. And then I threw the receipt away because I'm a fucking idiot. We got to talking and it, basically she told me that she was the manager at the Lemon Oak Lawn location and that they shut down because they are reopening just a little bit further down on Lemon. They're, you know, just like building a brand new store. And I guess it's going to be maybe like a little smaller. Like it's it's going to be much more suited for like grab and go, which I fucking love. Like if it's a drive through, I will die. Um, and so in the meantime, they transfer the Lemon Avenue people over to Mockingbird and they've been helping that store out with their sales. And I was like, honestly, I am so glad that I came in here and now know this information because I was honestly very concerned. All right, now we're moving on to part two of the That's What E Said podcast, in which I talk at you about what I've been watching, reading, listening to lately. Okay, so as far as watching, um, Zach and I have been continuing our journey with the season, is it season three of Queer Eye or four? or five. Fuck, I don't even know. Basically, we've just been continuing with that series. Uh, we watch one every night. Um, and so far, we have watched Terry. We've watched Angel. And we just finished watching the cowboy one. And I literally don't even remember his name. That has been my least favorite one so far. And also Zach's. Very interestingly, Zach had such a averse reaction to the cowboy. He just felt like he was a dumbass and kind of putting it on and had just decided 
that this was the role that he was going to play no matter what and be like the ignorant, uh, you know, ranch rancher who was like, I don't wash my hair. Ah, true dip. And I mean, it was just so funny. Like he was watching and discussed pretty much the entire time. I also found that episode to be kind of weird how they set it up with like the ex-girlfriend nominating him. And but really it was like a ploy to get them back together. Maybe. I don't know. I just from personal experience, all I can say is that like unlearning how to be a fuckboy at 32 is definitely not for the faint of heart. And I hope that he figures it out so he can be with that girl who had really bad hair extensions. But I guess we'll see. I just remembered that we also watched this documentary on Saturday night that (laughs) is also not for the faint of heart. Um, It is a documentary about all the goings on at um, not only Guantanamo Bay, but actually the main focus was... um, the Parwan detention facility in Afghanistan, um, also known as uh, Bagram. Bagram. I forget how to pronounce it. Basically, um, it was like an investigation into how the uh, during the Bush and Cheney administration, how uh, fragrantly and loosely um, they used torture methods on. Um, Afghanis to get information out of them, which most of the time they were completely innocent um, people of Afghan who had no information. But there was just this such this hatred that they just would like fucking round people up on the street and put them in this horrible place and put bags over their heads and strip them naked and chain them up. So, you know, they had a stand for 40 hours without being able to sleep and you know because sleep deprivation is like such a such a common use of torture I mean I I know this like everything just took a turn for the dark but it was really horrifying and I think that Zach had heard about it somewhere and you know his interest was piqued and um, I was down to watch it. It was by no means a mood lifter at all. It was pretty disgusting. Um, they have very graphic footage. And interestingly, they talked to all of the, uh, like a lot of the soldiers who were doing that, this torturous shit to these people. Um, and it's, it's, it's interesting in the sense of like, you know what they did to these people and it sickens you and it's so disgusting. And you're just like, how the fuck, like they're on such a power trip But at the same time, it's like, that is what they were bred to do. Like, literally, these are the orders that they were getting from their officers and from, like, the fucking president and vice president themselves. And, you know, what are they going to do? They're going to follow orders. So, I don't know. It's a very interesting, like, think piece. And if you're into that kind of stuff and feel like challenging yourself with, um, with those thoughts, then you should watch it, maybe, question mark? Oh, I should probably tell you the name, right? Um, it's called Taxi to the Dark Side, if you are interested. Okay, the last thing that we have been watching over the past week that I want to tell you guys about is um, it's about the sommelier who is part of the Bon Appetit Network. His name is Andre Mack. Again, a Zach fine. Like, I'm telling you guys, I feel like Zach has the best finds just for 
our continued culture and learning in this family. Um, so he he found this guy and Andre is super fucking cool. He does these tasting videos on YouTube and they vary in length. The couple that we've watched have been like 20 minutes. Um, and he just he he has such a way of making wine incredibly approachable. He will do tastings that are like twenty dollar bottles and under. He'll do tastings of like really expensive stuff. It's just I mean, there's so many different pieces of content he has to offer. And I find it all to be very informative and very engaging. And I've you know, we watch them and I'm like feverishly typing notes out in my phone about wines he mentions and uh, vineyards and winemakers and all of that stuff. So if you are into wine and you're into watching people review wine, but in a very um, uh, pleasing way, then I highly suggest tuning in to Andre Mack's content. I guess he also has another um, series where he like taste wines while he interviews people like we we saw one with Kevin Hart and then we saw one with um, Dwayne Wade which was really really good especially because he has his own line of wine coming out so that's very exciting all right we are at the last part of the podcast where I basically give you guys a heads up um, for what's in store for me for the next week or so I suppose so very exciting actually Zach's parents are coming to visit this weekend they are driving from Atlanta Georgia and they will be here Friday evening so um, we're really really excited to have them we have not hosted them since him and I have been dating and well I guess now we're engaged huh um so just kind of like getting ready for that over the next couple of days we have our housekeeper coming tomorrow to help me out with that and Saturday um our parents are meeting so that's going to be very interesting um I can't say that I've ever gotten to a point in a relationship where my parents have met uh the the guy's parents actually I guess that happened that happened one time with my college boyfriend um but it was very very (laughs) short-lived um so excited for that I think we we also have a very specific place in mind for the rehearsal dinner so I think we're gonna try and go there with Zach's parents while they're here so they can kind of okay it and we can kind of talk to the people there about if that's even something that they offer and how that would look and yada yada so lots of um, family time this upcoming weekend which I'm not mad about at all and then going into next week well I'm really excited because I'm pretty positive that my friends have figured out the uh, all of the final decisions with my bachelorette party, which is happening in late August. I'm not going to say where just yet, but I am so pumped. So I don't know if like more stuff is going to come up with that in the coming week. Same thing with uh, wedding planning in general. I we're really, really, really trying to get save the dates out by the end of this month, which I think that we can do. I have all of the addresses ready to go. It's really just like designing them. My sister is actually going to be designing the save the dates for us because she is a designer. Um, We just kind of needed to decide on the style of them. Like my head is just going in so many different places. Like I know what they're going to say, of course, because I am a writer, but the visual part, I'm just sort of like, 
I don't know. I don't know. I got to do some research. And next week, I'm supposed to have a call with my financial advisor to go over 2021 and kind of like start getting all of my expenses and my taxes lined up so I'm ready for when that moment comes. And I'm also supposed to have dinner and drinks with Merit of the Beck and Call podcast and um, very, very much looking forward to that. I love doing spur, not spur of the moment. I just, I love a weeknight plan. I really do. I don't love them all the time like I used to. I, I mean, every single weeknight in my 20s, I had to be busy doing something or I felt like I was not worthy of anything. Um, so now when I have weeknight plans, they're, it's very sporadic and it just you know gives you a little something to look forward to during the week outside of your normal routine. Speaking of which, our friend Getty, Stephanie Getty, is um, moving to Tulsa at the end of this month to work as a nurse at a really amazing hospital there. Her and her husband are packing up and going and they already bought a house and it's amazing and everything is just working out. I have a lot of mixed emotions about it. Um, You know, she's originally from Tulsa. And so I'm very happy for her that they're going to go back to, you know, where she came from. I think that's amazing and a really needed change of scenery. At the same time, she has been living in Dallas for the last decade. Is it? I don't know if it's been 10 or 11 years, but I'm just I'm going to miss her. I'm going to miss her a lot, but I'm really trying not to think about it right now because I just I have like I have a certain amount of anxiety I can like expend a day. And so I'm kind of like saving it up for the actual moment when I'm waving goodbye to her. It's fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. But my point in even mentioning her is that me, her, and our friend Annie very impromptively, (laughs) um, very uh, impromptu, like, decided to go to Hudson House, which Getty has never been to. And she's trying to go to places in Dallas that have always been on her list that she hasn't gotten around to being able to experience before she leaves. So we're actually going there tonight um, in our reservations at 8, which is wild like literally I am done with dinner by eight o'clock every weeknight and ready to basically like wind down for the next two hours before bed but I'm really excited it's an excuse to look cute which I love one very last thing I just posted a blog today on msthing.com about 21 things that I learned in 2021 and there are some silly things but there are also some very insightful things so if you have a wild hair, if you haven't already, whatever, please give it a read. It would mean a lot. And that concludes episode two of That's What E Said. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I have to say it. If you like what you hear, please, please take a second to rate and review and share and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can now leave ratings on Spotify. Whatever you can do to show support, I thank you in advance for doing it. I love you guys, and I will talk at you next week.